back to the Evelyn Fusen Show. Today, I have the great privilege of having the wonderful, incredible, beautifully vibrant Leilani Wells on the show. Welcome, Leilani. Hey! I love when I'm waving, my fingers disappear. <laughs> <laughs> those, those disappearing backgrounds, right? We lose our heads, different parts of our bodies. <laughs> Well, thanks so much for being here, Leilani. Um, I just want to cue this up really quick um, before I have you introduce yourself. I want to introduce you just a little bit. I had the privilege of meeting Leilani back in March, the end of March. Gosh, we're in April. <laughs> That's crazy. crazy. <laughs> the end of March. And uh, we met at a live event in Cleveland, Ohio. And from the minute I met her, she felt like a sister. And there's just something about her energy. And so we had a conversation and we wanted her to be a guest and a presence here with you. And I just want to tell you right now, she's incredible. So I'm grateful that she's taking the time here to be with us here in our community. So welcome again. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And I feel the same way. You guys, when I met Evelyn, I was just like, oh my gosh, I found another sister. <laughs> and you're so much fun. <laughs> so much yes. fun so deep all the things I was like very very excited it's awesome well and she rolls with all my jokes you know I uh I picked on mm -hmm. her a little bit and she just took it like a champ <laughs> so <laughs> not everyone can do that you gotta have fun. <laughs> well I guess you'd have to be to be a sibling of mine you'd have to have thick skin so you know that tells but I would love for you to introduce yourself tell us a little bit about what you do in the world and we'll go from there hi so I am Leilani I'm a visibility coach and um, I introduced myself as a visibility coach first even though I have an agency a marketing agency which I absolutely love doing the work I do on that end of things However, right now, as a visibility coach, I'm just watching so many women I work with on getting their dreams out there and impacting so many other people through their purpose-filled, purpose-filled driven uh, goals and the things that they're here to do. I'm watching this and watching them ex explode and help so many other people. And that's what I'm most excited about right now. So um, that's a little bit about what I do. I am a mother of a 10 year old amazing son, Giovanni. And I love to travel. We travel together all the time. And uh, yeah, I live everywhere. I swear I live everywhere. I'm always traveling, mostly in Michigan, Seattle, and California are the three bases. And now Cleveland, where I met Evelyn. So um, yeah, it's been great. Mm. So how, how did you come into visibility coaching specifically? Well, um, it started off where I got into social media first. And um, a long time, for a long time while I was doing this quote unquote social media coaching thing, I started to realize that people were coming to me asking me questions that they could just pop onto Google and get answered. <laughs> and I'm like, why are you sitting here asking me to help you log on to your Instagram account? It didn't seem like a really good use of my time pointing myself as a social media coach when I actually noticed that there's a reason that people aren't doing things that they can get the answers from on Google. And that is a confidence and clarity issue. And so I started to figure, okay, let's go straight to exactly what people really need from me. And if people that come to me and they aren't ready for that, well, actually they stopped coming to me that weren't ready for that. The people that were wanting to get help logging onto their accounts and things like that, they stopped coming to me. And I started getting the exact people when I coined myself a visibility coach 
that we're ready to push past and have more of a fulfilled life by getting out there, by letting themselves be seen and pushing past and becoming more vulnerable. So that's the short end of that part. The longer end of it is I started off doing so much within social media because I just wanted to spend more time with my kid. I just really want to spend more time with my kid. And I knew that as a single parent, or I like to say solo parent, um, as a solo parent, that it wasn't going to happen unless I had some time where I just became really driven and focused and created my own thing. And then I would have that time on the back end, which I now have. So that's, that's a little bit of the story, I guess. We're, <laughs> we're yeah. Gonna, I guess we're going to get more into it probably. <laughs> yeah. So social media was just like a natural kind of inclination for you and a natural extension of your personality. Yeah. You know, when I was, I started like working, like working, working when I was 14 years old. And I always realized that there was a sales aspect that would get me further in everything I chose to do. For example, it was illegal to work at 14 years old, but I sold someone to let me work behind the counter under the table and let me have the job at 14 years old. And I got that job at a pizza place. So like, okay, fine. You know, and I started working there. Um, and then um, I also started realizing that I could do MLMs and create things and sell them. And uh, I just found jobs that paid under the table when I was younger back then and just really built a lot with my ability to sell. And that was back, see, I'm 42. So back then there was no social media. And what happened was I, by the time social media came around, I'd already been selling and doing certain things and learning um, a level of communication through all of the careers and different things I did, that it just was an actual progression to see an opportunity to build on social media. So I started to do that. I had a job at the time where it really connected for me, where I was selling in a telemarketing center and on my breaks, people would go, they'd eat, smoke, all the things. And I only had that gap to work, to, to build a business during that time. So I decided, well, why don't I go friend people on Facebook? And I stayed at my desk and I was friending everyone under the sun all over the place, all these people who had been in business. And I didn't know anything about business beyond MLM. And I was finding myself learning about business through connecting with all these people in those little cracks in my schedule while I was already at a job. Mm. And that's when I realized the power in social media where I was like, okay, I can actually, and then quit eventually do this stuff from home, learn business because I'm helping them get exposure. And it started to crack wide open. And I wound up transitioning to working from home and to helping people get visibility through social media and um, you know, now I, I do things with my kid a lot and it doesn't look perfect. <laughs> Sometimes, it's, you know, we talk about time freedom and stuff and, you know, and, and literally you're still, you're still having that time away from your child. But at the end of the day, I get to be home with him. I get to take him to all these events myself. I don't have to pass him off to a sitter anymore. I get to do all these things and he gets to witness that happening and, and, I see all these magical things happening for him because of the conversations he hears me having for years and years. So it's really mm -hmm. cool. It's really fulfilling. 
tell me a little bit more about that. What do you see for him? Because you have stepped into where you are, you've stepped into more of the expansion and the visibility for yourself. Yeah. So for him, I noticed that he has a lot of um, skills, like as far as communication goes, he has a lot of understanding of like human nature, uh, the way people communicate, a lot of, um, he's an expert traveler. Uh, he really knows how to, uh, for his age, he's understanding of time management and he understands a little bit about how money works right now. So we've got him his own like bank account and everything and his pin code and, you know, he orders the restaurants himself. The servers try to look at me and I'm like, no, you can look at him, <laughs> you know, like and he orders, like he does all of these things um, that, that are really indicative of, of the, the exposure he's had to being surrounded, not just by adults, but there's people in my sphere that are doing the same thing with their kids. So he gets to meet other kids who are like him too here and there, you know, not all the time, but he does. And in school, he's mentoring other children right now. He's in a program and he's a mentor. He's scoring the highest scores at probably this whole school right now. How he scores at a 4.0 GPA. So I'm just super proud of him. You know, he's just really, really doing well. Yeah. Yeah. I love that so much. Yeah. It's really powerful too, to see, you know, see some of the ways that, that the work that you're doing, you know, you talked about not time freedom yet, but it is a certain level of um, time autonomy, right? Because you're still getting to pick and choose um, how you're spending your time and where you're allocating that. And there's something to be said for that as well. I love how you separated it from time freedom and time autonomy because a lot of people might say well you're still super busy I and mean, look at you you're tired and this and that and you're you're doing all these things and i would never ever go back i would never ever go back first of all the difference is back then when i was working a job i averaged about four hours of sleep a night for four and a half years and this is not an exaggeration this is real because i had to have two different sitters because i was working two jobs and I had a dog sitting business that I was caring for these dogs in my house in the morning. And at night I would come home with him and, and the sitters had to go back and forth um, to taking my son from one house to the other because I was working so much. So the thing is, is that I was working half of it to pay these sitters, right? And so I wouldn't go back to that because when he saw me, I was just ready to sleep. So now, yes, he sees me a lot and I'm on these Zooms and I'm doing these things. Um, but when there are breaks and um, we want to go and do something or like the other day, I took him for a drive and, and we bought like um, after school, we bought him four new pairs of shoes because he's just like skyrocketing up right now. And um, we have great quality time on our drives together. And, you know, before I would have had to ask a sitter to, so here's the money. Can you take him to get shoes? <laughs> like even yeah. something as simple as that. You know what I mean? So when you talk about time autonomy, it's like, okay, yes, we're always as parents going to have an element of busyness. At the end of the day, if we can pick the moments and the times that we have with our kids and what that looks like, it's everything. Mm. Everything. Because these kids don't need as much of our time as people like built us into feeling what they need is to know that we're setting them up for success and know that that time we have with them is so quality 
And I'm all about that. This, that time, you know, yes, like we're here right now, like who's over there while I'm on this podcast, right? <laughs> but at the end of the day, when I'm off this podcast, we're going for a drive together, right? And while I'm on this podcast, he gets to listen and hear what mommy's doing and what opportunities he has when he gets older to be doing with his life. And that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. And I really do feel like it's the way of the future. I mean, the work, the remote work life. And um, I read a book a few years ago as a mastermind I was part of. I can't remember the name of the book, but the author is James Alcher. I don't know if you've heard of him. Yeah. Um, He, uh, but he said he, he had some graphs too around just the way that we're moving as a society, how the cost of living continues to go up, but um, job pay is staying the same. And he said, you basically have two choices in the future, um, which we're coming into, which is either you are cheap labor or you're your own boss. Those are the two options that you have. And I see that every day. I see it all around. Um, I do think we're seeing some shifts in the marketplace too, where people are resigning this great resignation, right? Where people, we went through this collective experience where everybody got shaken up and we're like, hmm. Maybe this isn't how I want to be spending the majority of my time and my energy. Like there has to be more. There has to be more to life, more to every day. And and so like I love to that in in giving yourself this permission to go after that for the future that you wanted with him, he's also being exposed to so many different things um, of, of being a global citizen because that's yeah. that's what we need to become. It's that's where we're headed. We're there now. I, in my opinion, I completely agree with you. I, I see that. I completely agree with you. And I think there's, there's a, there's a great gift to give, not just your kids, but just anyone you care about to the understanding, a deep understanding of like, Hey, like it's good to be in the know. It's, it's good to not get too comfortable and to go with the flow of of the changes of the world, because you're going to (laughs) keep thriving if you're able to accept things that come faster, if you can accept what's real in the present and not just say, okay, this past is still here. I can't let go. I can't let go. Right. And you're willing to just kind of process that that past way of being, it's okay. You're shifting. Then you ride on that shift and, and you just go with it and you're successful. That's the biggest part is just accepting that really is. And these, these new generations, they, they get it because it's, it's, they're bringing it in, you right. know, they're, right. they're, they're bringing these changes in with us and, you know, we can have them help us go forward <laughs> with it. That's right. That's right. Now, how do I work this iPhone? <laughs> like, yeah, this, and this morning with my kid, <laughs> literally was asking him for tech help. <laughs> Well, it's like, true. Mom. <laughs> I'm like, well, how are you going to listen and watch Netflix? What? Well, mommy has to be on the podcast. And you could be quiet. Um, how are you going to watch? He's like, mom, I have my headphones on. I'm like, well, it comes through the Xbox controller. And he's looking at me like, really? <laughs> I'm like, okay. Don't yeah. judge me. <laughs> we go to Kai a lot, especially TikTok. Like when we were first learning to use TikTok, Serge and I, he's 11. So his son is 11. And so, yes, he knows all the things. He's like, no, this is how you do it. You know, they look at you like, you idiot. It's the most right. natural thing. <laughs> I'm like, well, thank God you're here because it was not intuitive to me. So mm-hmm. here we are. So a little bit of both. 
<laughs> I want to go back to to the concept of visibility. Um, so I think too, I, I want to know from your opinion and from from your own expertise, what someone may be facing. What are some of the hurdles to getting visible? And I want to add a caveat because see what I what I see. Even if you're not running a business or even if you're not a business owner, we live in such a consumeristic society, right? Where we see things, we see people on stages, and yet we see all of the comments. You talk about social media, you got people commenting. So I think there's a couple different layers that may come into play. Um, but something happens in my own line of work when I watch somebody who's ready to break out of the gate or go and take hold of their business or more into their identity, where it becomes, oh, I'm not just consuming content. I'm not a spectator anymore. I'm now putting myself on the platform and something shifts, at least in my opinion. I'm curious if, if you agree and what some of those things that shift and the hurdles that you see that come forward when people are like, okay, I'm ready to take this on. Oh, Okay, this is a great question. There's layers. Um, but when speaking specifically to you asking about what happens when they realize that is them out there, it's like the same thing that happens to all of us as entrepreneurs when we know we're putting us ourselves out there at another level in any way. So it's just one of the aspects of a higher level, right? It's just one of those choices you make that you know you're getting ready or it just simply cracks wide open and you to go to another level. And so with that, you feel vulnerable. And what I work on with my clients and the people that come to me, a lot of the work we do is guiding them through that process of how to be vulnerable and also feel like you are creating a safe space to be vulnerable in so that you can become more visible because Visibility is not about posting 10, 20, 30 times a day over and over and over like you know a lot of the experts will share with us. I truly believe it's not about that because I have the proof when I didn't show up at that amount over and over and over that I was successful. So for me at least <laughs> and the people I work with, it's about being able to post quality and really cut through just a lot of the, can we cuss on this? A lot of the, let's say BS, <laughs> a lot of the BS that people tend to cover up. And a lot of people think that they're being more vulnerable by telling their personal business that feels uncomfortable to share. That's not what I'm speaking to at all. We don't need to do that. They don't need to know all about my personal life. People don't, strangers don't deserve to get that deep into what makes me me until I feel comfortable at one and for two, if I feel it's going to be beneficial for them. If I don't feel those two things, it ain't happening. When I'm talking about vulnerability, I'm not talking about exposing your deep, dark secrets that are meant for like your spouse or your family. I'm speaking to being your most truest, authentic self and sharing something of, of an impactful nature that's super valuable to who you want to speak to and attract to you. And that's what I'm talking about. And this vulnerability could mean something as simple as you putting a one-line caption and a picture of yourself that's this close and you can't see it on the podcast, but I'm talking about like your full face in a square. That could be something that's vulnerable depending upon the message you're sending with that one sentence and the look on your face. So it's really literally just 
dependent on what's vulnerable for you and what feels right, the level you can go. And then in, in the answer to your question specifically about um, you know, what I'm seeing with them, they are knowing that deep down inside, it connects when I speak to this because they know, you know, subconsciously that they're getting ready to be vulnerable. And that's a scary thing, especially when you don't know like the, the strategy of how it works. And that's where I come in. I walk you through it, you know, and, and then people start to understand, oh, wait, it's, I can make this look like anything for me that's comfortable. I can create these environments. For example, if I don't like to go on TikTok and I think I have to dance all over TikTok, um, well, maybe TikTok doesn't need me to dance. Maybe I need to do something else on TikTok, or maybe I need a different platform and not TikTok, or maybe it's not about social media. Maybe my visibility is popping on a phone call with the right person. And it's the way I speak to the person and how I open up and share with that person on the call, right? See, visibility is many things. It's not just social media. And um, it really is about communication, communication at its best. Mm. Yeah. yeah, synthesizing. I think what I'm hearing you say is it's about removing internal and external barriers both for yourself to feel that safety that you're speaking about, safety and your comfort, your own extension of the framework that works best for you, that you feel confident in, that you feel connected to. And that cuts through the noise of whatever platform that you're on. Absolutely. You can't, you know, the people who get to see like your truest self, like a lot of people think they know people, but if they haven't created that safe environment with that person, for whatever it looks like with that person. Um, that's probably why you and I get along so well, right? You just, I feel like very comfortable, very safe, very like, I can just really be myself with you, right? I felt like that from the start. And that's when people get to see your most authentic self and really cut through all the BS, all the stuff and just get more connected because people don't care about what you're selling. No, they want to buy anything and everything if they like you, <laughs> you know? But they don't know if they like you if, if a safe environment's not created. And that takes two people. It doesn't take one, you know? It takes another person accepting that and creating that. And then when I say creating these environments or environments within environments, I'll give you an example. So if I'm on Facebook, you'll notice when you follow my Facebook that you see certain things on my Facebook personal page but then in my stories, sometimes I get a little bit more wild. <laughs> I'm just like, hmm. I feel like this is an environment in my stories where I can, you know, I can be a little ratchet, you know, like whatever. <laughs> like people are like, whoa, I didn't know she thought that. Like, yeah, you know, not as prim and proper as you may think. <laughs> right? That's you find that out in the stories. You start, those people in my stories, my Facebook stories specifically, not it's even deeper than my Instagram stories. This is an environment I created where I feel good to be that side of me. And so, you know, it's interesting that people say that, oh, you're being fake or, or people are too curious to do this or do that. It's like, no, people are many things and they are the side to themselves that they want to be in different environments. They feel like they can share those sides. That's right. all there is to it. Right. Multifaceted. Exactly. I mean, and just like, I mean, we do this, we, we, it's like code switching, right? Because like we're different with our kids when we're talking to our children about something versus if we're talking about it with girlfriends, right? If I'm telling Kai a story about 
you know, a problem that Serge and I had, I'm probably going to be a lot more respectful than I'm going to talk to you about it. Cause I'm going to be like that motherfucker, <laughs> you know, it's the yeah. same thing. There are layers and there are different, there are different, um, there are different tones to that for me too. I recognize that. I think what I'm working on for myself is I think that for me, because this is an extension of me, it doesn't have to be anyone else, but just going here for myself. I think for me, I'm working to have a place where from my stories to my Facebook page, to anything that you touch, you're going to experience me in that fullness. Mm -hmm. But that I think is part of like my own extension of what I'm here to do. Mm -hmm. And so like that can look different. That can look different for all of us, you know? Mm -hmm. I love that. I love that. Um, and, and, and it's, it's also levels of comfort. Like, I like how you two, you introduce, like not everyone deserves all of the layers of who we are. Mm-hmm. In fact, th- there's, there's a large number of people who don't, <laughs> but I love too, that you, you really do presence, you know, if I feel like going here is going to be a benefit to the people I'm trying to serve or the people I'm trying to connect with, like, that's when we really can step into that fully too we give it a bigger meaning or a bigger purpose. Um, I think that that calls, calls us forward in the right way too. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I would love for you to give us an example of a client that you worked with where you've just seen that big transition from going like, I'm ready, but I'm like, Oh, I need your help. Leilani. Like, give me a, give me a taste of what that transformation looked like. Oh, okay. This is a great example. Um, okay, so there's um, one client, uh, and I'll say her name. She's she's amazing. Um, her name's Diane. I'm so proud of her. Um, she is just so. When she came to me, she was nervous. She didn't feel like um, it wasn't that she felt like she couldn't come out and do these things, but she didn't know like how it was all gonna look. But I loved how she just made a commitment to herself to just step in fully and I think she comes to mind because like our stories mirror each other Mm -hmm. so she's a single mom and like there's so much about our lives that just mirror each other that she just really stands out to me right now and she had so much success in the last round of get seen it was having a little bit of uh, a life situation that came up right before we were talking about her becoming a mentor in this round of get seen and I just yeah, we got to figure this out because you did so amazing the last round. And she's literally went from, you know, I don't know how to go out here and there. I don't know what it's going to look like. So it's exploding. She's blowing up on TikTok right now. She's getting out there all over Facebook. She's What she does is she's a travel, she does a travel agency, travel agency work, but she teaches families with uh, children that are autistic how to travel with autistic, uh, an autistic child or autistic children and how to make that work and how it can actually benefit you and the family. And I have uh, had discussions and other people as well, like, hey, you should actually uh, look into just talking about how this looks in general, not pertaining to travel just as a whole, because you're giving amazing information about really the lifestyle because her son's autistic and she just has all these amazing tools to make his life better and her life better and it's working. And uh, so she's doing that. And she's out there. And so I got a call from her the other day. And she was like, hey, not only do are we making it work, I'm going to be a mentor in this round of Get Seen. 
but something else exploded in her life and she's just going full throttle right now. And her, I'm just really happy for her mm. um, with what she's doing because another aspect of that too is not only does she deserve every, all the things because she's so wonderful and, and, and just doing um, such amazing things with the people that she's going to impact and is impacting. It's really beautiful to see because I don't see that work being done in this way just yet. And I just love seeing a person out there doing it. I just really love it. So hopefully y'all follow her on TikTok. <laughs> yeah, what's her and handle? I mean, look, I, I'll look at her handle while we chat and I'll give it to you. Okay. Um, yeah, but. But while we're also talking about Get Seen, it's launching, it's opening today, right? Yes, it is opening today. That being said, we are able to keep you on track if you enroll before, I believe, the 28th. So just look at no later than beyond April or else it wouldn't benefit you for this round. But this round is just, it's, it's, I've got some magical things in store for you guys. I'm super excited about it. Yeah, so walk me through a little bit. Give us a little bit of an overview of what the program looks like. So, so in the first month, of Get Seen, we do a lot of groundwork and laying the foundation of, you know, do you understand who your ideal client is? Are you um, needing to revisit your vision, vision, mission, and core values? Uh, we have an amazing guest, Jenna Lear, who speaks to messaging after we've done a lot of that foundational work. So really, when we look at becoming visible, it all begins with making sure we're talking to who we want to be visible to, right? Right. So we're not just like jumping in and be like, all right, this is what you do on TikTok. This is what you do on Instagram. It's not like that. Okay. Um, and when you guys are meeting with me, we do talk about, you know, those aspects of social media, but most of the guests that most of the talk about social media, we leave to my special guest speakers who are absolutely phenomenal um, podcast guests, um, uh, LinkedIn guests, all of that. And they're all at the height of their careers, the people that I have come and speak to everybody. So uh, just really high quality of people that we come have come and speak. We have one to two guest speakers a month. We have accountability groups that the women are absolutely loving. So what happens is the community is being built both within the program and then after you complete the program, we carry these communities on forward and we have a, a, a system of a network of, of amazing people to support one another. Um, what else? We do Q and A at the end of every call and. It's very interactive with me. I want to make sure that your businesses are thriving. So if there's something that you want to ask me, we do that. And then there's also an element of one-on-one -on -one coaching that you get with me because there's so much that I offer within the program and everybody comes to me with a different business. Some people have brick and mortar businesses, some have online businesses, some, have, some are coaches, some are not. So I want to make sure that your approach that you have to getting everything you that pertains to you out of it is gotten so we do a vision setting call so it's a one hour call with you and i um, at the very beginning where we set the roadmap for how you're going to do the program and then we also do one at the end of the program so there's quite a bit of one-on-one -on -one as well that's awesome yeah yeah and i love the community aspect too of being able to come together with other women who are stepping into that who are experiencing that there's something to be said about group programs, when you're going through a program together, because you also get the benefit of not only having your experience, but also looking to the left and the right and hearing people ask questions or having these things that they're running into that you're like, oh my God, they totally framed up what I didn't even know I was struggling with and, or you knew you were struggling with it, 
but they're also struggling too. And you're like, okay, this Mm -hmm. is normal. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Yeah. It's, It's like, Evelyn, oh my gosh, like this is like, it's built my career to be linked up with amazing women. And if I could get any point across to anybody about what's important when you are working with people um, or coaches um, is if you have an opportunity to have that coach and have other people that that coach is going to up with, take it. (laughs) Absolutely take it. Because I'm telling you, I have had that opportunity with my amazing coach, Amy Yamada, and I am still linked up with many of the amazing women that she's linked me up with and our business are thri- businesses are thriving together because we support each other in that way. Mm-hmm. So it does turn into money. It does turn into great friendships and fun and success and impact and all of the amazing things. And one thing too, I didn't touch on about the program, which is, is the main, main key that we work on within the program is the vulnerability aspect because you don't have visibility without vulnerability. And there is a way to be able to become not fully comfortable, but comfortable enough and more comfortable in being vulnerable enough to be visible. And that's gonna create a situation where you become way more fulfilled in your life when you can reach that and and be able to understand that aspect. That's when your life becomes meaningful. That's when you feel good. That's when people around you are drawn to you. That's when you have just true meaning when you're in your calling and you're able to to be vulnerable. And and that is where you get that fulfillment. And we have a roadmap for that beyond just talking about all these social media platforms in this program. And that's the main thing I want to walk these women through. Mm. You can't have visibility without vulnerability. That is a headline right there. Yep. That is some good stuff. Um, and I, I want to ask one more question around that. So like, what would you coin vulnerability as? Like, wh- how would you define what that looks like? Saying or doing something that's hard for you, even though if you if you do this isn't going to sound fancy i'm just thinking it through right now if you if you do something that is difficult or hard for you to do or say and you're doing it with the intention of knowing that you're supposed to get it out it's supposed to serve you to get it out and it's supposed to serve who receives it then you're just going to do it and that's being vulnerable it's making that decision that this is just what you're not you're not allowing the flow of what's supposed to happen which is interesting how we're talking about this new energy and at the beginning of this and, and being flow because that's exactly what you are just staying with what needs to happen and even if it doesn't it feels like hard or you're shaky or anxiety to get it out but you get it out then it impacts someone and it actually helps everyone progress, you know, and all of this, I believe is in alignment for um, the, the world's healing mm-hmm. of being more vulnerable and able to do it because we're not stopping the flow of the things that are supposed to happen, the things that we're supposed to be doing, right? We all, I believe that we're all puzzle pieces. And if we're all doing what our piece is supposed to be doing and not resisting that, 
then we wouldn't have all this crap that we're dealing with in the world. Mm. It's just this resistance that we're all going through. And being vulnerable is releasing that resistance and, and succumbing and just being like, I'm gonna be my puzzle piece. I'm gonna do it today. <laughs> I'm just gonna be the full extension of me and it's going to fit. And you know, it's interesting. I made this post the other day on my Facebook page. Um, and it's like, it just like came through me. And I was like typing, 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 typing. It was this, uh, it was actually inspired by Diane. We were having a discussion about, you know, the single parenting thing, the solo parenting thing. And I remember this photo and I sent it to her because she had just recently went to an event with um, her son and had an experience there. And I was brought back to when I went and traveled through, I drove in a car with two of my representatives to this MLM event with my, they were my downline. And I threw my kid in the car. He was like four or five years old. And we just drove from like Seattle to Texas for days and went to this event. And I was the mom in the back of my kid. And I remember having this picture of my son and I um, holding this experience more sign together. Mm. It's like we were in business together, like we were a team, right? And I sent that to her and she was like, wow. And I was like, well, I should send this to everybody today. I have a message and it just flowed through me and I put this message out and I was amazed because there were people that were impacted by it, but I was amazed that one of the women who was impacted and she said so in a way, in multiple ways, multiple times, so I knew it truly impacted her, doesn't have any children. And so you never really know who needs your message. You just shouldn't stop it from flowing because somebody needs it when it comes to you like that. And, and that's when you know that you're in the right space when, you, when you're being vulnerable in the right ways because sometimes it's indulgent coming from your own needs and then you don't do it because it, it's about a two-way street, right? A win-win, mm. you know? You, you put, you, you know, if you, if you have something happen that is, is rough going in your life or even if it's great, it doesn't necessarily mean that you need to share that in that moment maybe after some time goes by, then you can understand where it lands for who and how or whatever, or even if you don't know who. Um, but you know when you can feel that somebody needs to hear this and let them hear it. Let them hear it. Mm. Yeah. And we're, we're getting invitations all the time. So from our intuition, from our senses. Yeah. Yeah. That's really beautiful. One, one final thought too, I'll share, just as you were talking about the power of community and vulnerability, um, I actually released an episode on Tuesday this week um, around, actually, when I left and came back, I think I actually sent you some voice notes, Leilani, but when I left and came back from Cleveland last Saturday, I had the biggest, like, breakdown breakthrough kind of deal because for the first time in a really long time well maybe ever like since I can remember um, I developed friendships and connections with women who I didn't want to leave because we were on the same kind of frequency but what that helped me realize and really come to grips with, because I didn't want to go home. Like I kept putting it off. Like I kept doing other things. I went to see a movie by myself, which is not uncommon, but I was like finding things. And finally, and I tried to pick a fight with Serge 
and he and his like at, at one point too he's texting me he's like I feel like we're having a miscommunication and that's when I knew I'm like we are having a miscommunication because I'm projecting onto you something I don't want to deal with for me, which was the fact that for a long time, I have really, really tried to pretend I wasn't lonely. That loneliness was not part of, you know, like I had loneliness as a kid or I was left alone a lot, like, but it's fine. You had a good, you were fine, but I never wanted to presence it. I never wanted to sit with myself and really go there and, and, and just see that girl and go, Hey, it's okay. And so there's something too, about the power of that vulnerability in the communities that we create and the programs that we run, where we have these connection points, where if we really will allow ourselves to go there, to allow things to flow through us, to serve, because that was uncomfortable for me to admit to myself. And then to admit out loud, I cry through episodes of this podcast all the time because I'm like, here I am. I'm going to lay it all out again, because I feel like, um, this is not just for me, but it's for you. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's something really powerful that we get to remember is that in these invitations, in these pulls that we have on our spirit, in these businesses, we create and the lives we create and the children that we parent, we are always being invited into a higher, more fulfilled place if we will go there, if we will really presence those things and really do that work too. So um, when you create programs like this, Leilani, when you are dreaming these things up, you too are, you know, you are part of that expansion. And, and, and I love that. And I, I love all the parts of this. So I'm really grateful for you being here um, and grateful for the work that you're doing. Is there anything else that you want to add before we wrap today? I love you. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want to add. I love you. I love you. I love you. <laughs> well, the feelings are so mutual. This is awesome. It's awesome to, you know, thank you for sharing me with your audience. Uh, thank you for spending time with me today. Um, it's always awesome to spend time with you and, um, gosh, I don't, I don't know what else more there's to share. You know, I just, I just, I'll say to your audience, I just wish them, and I'm going to just open up my heart right now and, and say, just get out there and be seen, you guys, let people see you. And if you, if you need to know how to do it, just first think of how can I be in a comfortable place? situation to be seen and then go there and just be seen you know stop hiding because you're needed you're necessary you're amazing you got something big and um, even if it doesn't feel like it you'll find that in these moments where you show up in any which way a year a month a week later somebody will tell you this little thing spiraled into this thing to this thing this thing and you're literally changing lives just by being you mm. so that's why i'll say let people be you and if you want to find me i'm sure Evelyn will put all the things in there so you can find me. Um, but just just go out there and be you. And like I said, I, I truly appreciate you, Evelyn. Oh, and my, my client that I was going to tell you guys for TikTok, I'm give you guys that real quick. And that is, I'm just making noise because we're, on that, you know, so they're going to hear any of the dead sessions with all well, just sitting right here. She's just got her phone out. She's pulling it up for us. So we, can, we can meet Diane too. I don't know. You might be the admin. That's okay. Yeah, I can put it in the show notes. I'll definitely okay. link it in the show notes, regardless of what you find right now, but we'll put it in the show notes. Perfect. Okay. 
And we so, will yeah. make sure that people can get linked up with Diane and I will put all of your handles in the show notes as well. But oh, you know what else? Um, Passion and Profit. That's where they can find um, a bunch of cool people and, and link up with other entrepreneurs. So yeah, your Facebook group, right? Yeah. Passion to Profit. Yeah. Yep. I'll put that there too. Well, thanks again, Leilani. We will, of course, have you back on in the future. Thank you. much for being part of this community and for being here with me. It means the world. It really does. Um, if there's somebody else that needs to be in this conversation, please share this with them. Um, I would love to continue growing this community. And also if you have just a quick two or three minutes, um, if you wouldn't mind sharing a review um, anywhere you listen to your podcasts, you know, a lot of times we're making decisions about where to invest our time and our money and our resources. And we check out reviews uh, to make decisions on where we're going to invest our life. So if this has been something to your life, um, which I'm so glad that it does, I would love for you to leave a review and share this podcast with your community so that we can continue to grow um, in knowledge and love with one another. So until next time. Oh.